Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. And I'm just going to come out and say it right here, right now. This episode is my favorite episode. I, this is the one I've had the most fun recording, and I think you'll understand why once you listen to it. First, I wanna, I'm still, as always, tinkering with the format of whatever this thing is. And I think what I'll do is, at the start of each episode... I'll do some shout-outs to things that are coming up that I think are worth people's attention. And I'll set the scene for where the episode is recorded. And then at the end, I'll do some analysis or thank yous or talk about how things are with me, etc. So, I'll start with some shout-outs. The shows I am going to this week. On Wednesday, I'll be at The Garage in North London to check out Starcrawler for Slacker Night, hosted by Phil Taggart, Radio 1 DJ, Vivo Music Presenter, all-round extraordinaire for all your music needs. He... That's the excitement I have for today's episode, just all spewing out at once. So, Wednesday, I'm seeing Starcrawler at the garage for Phil Taggart's Slacker Night. On Thursday, I am going to Newburgh Quarter Sessions to check out a new artist called Luther. A friend of mine, Kenneth, friend of the podcast as well, put me on to Luther's music. And that think this is his first time performing live, I'm not sure, but it will certainly be my first time seeing him live, and with any luck I'll get to talk to him as well. So Thursday, 21st of June, I will be at Newburgh Quarter Sessions on Carnaby Street to check out Luther, as well as a host of other new artists. Wednesday, I'd love to talk to Phil Taggart or Starcrawler, or anyone really, you know me, as long as I've got my phone on me and some battery life, all are welcome. Friday, I will be at the Courtyard Theatre, again in North London, to check out Harry Quinn. Harry Quinn has been featured only very briefly on the podcast in the past. He's a very talented performer that I met through the open mics, and he's performing with a full band at this show, which I have never seen him do, so I look forward to seeing that. Tickets are £7. That's Harry Quinn, as well as Joe Garvey, at the Courtyard Theatre this Friday, 22nd of June. So there's the shout-outs, trying to spread the love, as always on this show. Now to set the scene. Today's guest is none other than the most esteemed company I've ever been in. It is my sister Whitney. Whitney went to see Beyonce on Saturday Just Gone, which is Saturday the... carry the one... Soul for X, Saturday the 16th. She saw Beyonce Saturday the 16th of June at the... London Stadium, Olympic, what was what was the venue for the Olympics by Stratford Station. And on this episode, she tells me all about it. We are also cooking our dinner in the background as well. And there's a slight guest appearance from a dog that one of our neighbours, I think, was holding up against the fence. We start by talking about Beyonce and how that day was for her. I've never really been to that many big shows like that, so it was interesting to hear her insight. And then we get deep, we go, you know, we go through the archives, we talk about some of the earliest shows we've seen, some of the earliest music we got into, and it was just so much fun talking to her, and she will definitely, definitely feature again on this podcast. It's so much fun was had, you'll already notice this is a bit of a longer episode, so without further ado, let's get into it. This is me talking to my sister, first about Beyonce, and then just about music in general. I had an absolute blast. I'm sure you will too. Enjoy. And that's according. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> I appreciate your patience yeah. in this time. How's the food looking? It's getting there. At what point? Uh, 
what point should we add sauce, etc.? Not yet. Cool. So let me know when. So, you saw Beyonce two days ago. Yeah, I'm trying to do the maths as well. Well, Saturday. We'll just say Saturday. Saturday. You saw Saturday Beyonce on Saturday. Yet. And this is your second time seeing her, correct? It is. And oh, you... sure. Good? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're good. You saw her with different people this time. I did. Did you see her with Jay-Z last time? No. Last time it was a formation tour. Oh. It was just her. So talk me through the day. What, what was the sequence of events leading up to the show? Um, I don't know. It wasn't really a sequence. I stayed in bed until I absolutely had to get up and get ready. <laughs> okay. It's Saturday. You guys conserve that energy for the main event. Um, we'll call it that. Yeah. And then the plan was to meet by Bridge 5 because apparently that's where our entrance was supposed to be. Bridge 5? Um, Is this... At London Stadium in so you Stratford. Get From Stratford Station, how do you get to the stadium? So they cordoned off the road. Mm -hmm. And there was a herd of people to follow. People were like, Bridge 1, 2, 3 this way, Bridge 4 and 5, keep going straight. And are we talking... Because I'm thinking when you come out of Stratford Station, you can either come out by... <coughs> oh, sorry. It's cool. Listeners this podcast are no strangers to coughing. I know you didn't introduce <laughs> me either. Thank you very much for that. Just, just that right. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I'm going to... I'll record an... That's fine. If you listen to my podcast, you know I record an intro. Well, I know you do, but still. <laughs> I'm here, ladies and gentlemen, mm. with the esteemed company that is my sister, Whitney. Say hi, Whitney. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Feeling the love. We're just walking back and forth each other as well. So, uh, I was saying... Yes. Back on my train of thought. When I'm thinking of coming out of Stratford Station, you can come out and there's a massive set of steps to the left and there's the other shopping centre on the right, or you can come out sort of oh, inside no, no, Westfield. No, no, no. Yeah, you come out inside. You come out inside Westfield. Yes, so when you like when you exit the station, the, the entrance to Westfield is here. So you go through a tunnel. Because you took Jubilee to... You go to yes. the Jubilee line. Yeah, so yeah. you can either go up the steps and down to that entrance of the steps, or, or you can go tunnel. through the tunnel and come through out. The tunnel. Uh, so you come out in Stratford, in Westfield. Yeah. And then you turn right, you walk round that way towards right. the Olympic Park. It's sort of behind-ish Westfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so once you get to the park, is that when the <coughs> crowd splits into Bridge 1, Bridge 2, etc.? Uh, no, it was right by Westfield. Um, yeah, so right from the off, you so split. But if you go past the, you know when you go underground to go to the car parks? Mm-hmm. So if you go that way, it was bridge, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then there was the other side of the road, which is the other bridges. But I don't know why they gave us bridge five. Because we walked into the damn building and I had to walk all the way around again <laughs> to get to where our seats actually were. So, Ticketmaster, do better. Just saying. <sighs> Message received. <laughs> so, at the, before you get to the stadium, when you're at the point where they're saying bridge five, etc., have you met up with everyone else already? Yeah. We met at bridge five. We were supposed to meet at bridge five at six. I mean, we were a little bit late. We went to Westfield first. <laughs> but who's we? So uh, me, some... and, me and Josie mm -hmm. went to my best friend, for those of you who don't know. Um, Hello, Josie, if you went, ever listen to this. <laughs> went to uh, Westfield, Stratfield, for Stratfield? Westfield, Stratford first. The shopping centre. And then center. we bumped into one of my work friends who were orchestrating the whole event in the first place. Mm -hmm. And we, she was like, I need to go to the bathroom, so you guys just wait here. We're like, okay. Took forever because the queue was long. And then we ended up getting there just before half past six, which was fine because the person that was coming later said, I'll be there at half six. So we thought, okay, fine, no worries. 
we get there and we're calling this other person who lives in Hoban and <laughs> she's like, I'm running really, really late. I'm just leaving now. At half ah, six. At half past six. It wow. was windy. We were all hella annoyed. <laughs> Uh, but it's fine. She got there in the end. No resentment. No resentment. No resentment at all. We got there in the end. Yeah. We well, what time kids. did... First of all... The doors opened at five o'clock. What time did the music start? The music was... There was a DJ, so there was music playing from the Was there no... I mean, like, the acts. I have no idea what the supporting acts were. We weren't there early enough for supporting acts. You didn't see the supporting acts at all? No, no, no. We just saw a DJ. We didn't even see the DJ. We just, you know... Actually, for the Formation tour, uh, it was Tiny Temper that was supporting. Don't know why that look is warranted. <laughs> what look? It's just a look of awe, like, and I'm very impressed, because um, Tiny's amazing. Tiny, if you ever listen to this. Tiny Temper? <laughs> Where's the link? I mean, he was great. He's, he's put in work. He, he was, was, no, he was really good. He was really, really good. We were just all a bit confused. How does Tiny know Yonsen, you know? That kind of... Yeah. Fair but, um, yeah, we didn't really see the supporting acts. It was just a DJ when we got there. So what time did you get to your seats? We got to our seats at about half seven, I'd say. And how long did you have to wait until like just over royalty? Eight o'clock, they were on stage? Yeah. Sounds like you timed that pretty well. Yeah. So, but by that point, three of our group had gone to get drinks. <laughs> did they miss and the actual start? They, oh, so they were texting like, if you are too about to come on, <laughs> like you guys need to hurry up. <laughs> yeah. And then it was all starting and playing the video at the beginning, and then I couldn't see. And I was like, "Well, now, like you guys, you. they knew the risks." I was like, "You need to run!" And they were like, "Sorry, no drinks." <laughs> and then, then we saw them come in. It was like just after they had started performing, and we saw them come in, but they kind of stood by the stair by the stairway. So they had to make their way to you. Just for the first you. bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when there was a bit of a Gap. They walked up, but they did have our drinks in their hands. Hey, so you know, a happy ending. A happy ending for everybody. But uh, that's that's a sacrifice they made we for were friendship. Like, okay, we recorded the first bit. We'll share it on the group. <laughs> you haven't missed a thing. So you had seats. How would you describe your view of <coughs> the show? Uh, was it was it better, worse than the first time you saw Beyonce? The exact same. Was it Stratford as well? No, it was Wembley. But I was in the exact same position. <laughs> like, as far as distance and as angle. As far as distance and angle from the stage, I was in the exact same place. <laughs> if it ain't broke. If it ain't broke. But it was great. It was really great. We were close enough to the stage where I, I saw Beyonce's face if I, if I blinked hard enough. Mm-hmm. Um, her actual face. Her actual the face. The screen you could see the fine. The screen but... you could see completely fine, but I saw her actual face and I was like, oh my word. I'm in the room with royalty. Now, you're in the seated area. What's the rest of the audience like around you? Um, How much of the show is spent in your seat? How much of the show is everyone else spending in their seats? I stood the entire time. I'd expect nothing less. (laughs) Which got a little bit awkward when the rest of my group was sat down. (laughs) It was was a slow song that I didn't really know, or it was just they were playing video reels on the screens. So you were just there, hundred percent loving life. Yeah, I just but here for it, and everyone else was a bit. Uh, I can chill for this one, and then get hyped for. Someone was like, "You don't want to sit." I was like, "I will sit when the show is over." <laughs> <laughs> so there were trainers, so I didn't have to sit. 
That's another thing, actually, because the shows I typically go to, everyone comes somewhat rough and ready, more mm -hmm. skinny jeans and t-shirts. Oh, so honey, people were dressed to the night like they were going to prom. I was just... Yeah. It was unbelievable. There were girls in these teeny tiny stiletto heels, but like falling out of them, and they hadn't even got to the venue yet. I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Why? Especially if you're in standing, like, why would you do that to yourself? What but you can't see your shoes. <laughs> What did standing look like from where you were sat? Were they going? Like, was there, there was moshing? Was there dancing? There was no moshing. I don't think you really get moshing at a yeah. Beyonce Formation gets pretty intense. Nine problems. Yeah, but there was no moshing. People okay. would lose their wigs and stuff, so that's not that's not safe. I mean, I was working by Baker Street Station whilst you were there, so I had to take, okay. the, I had to take the Jubilee past Stratford. Mm. From black barking, I could see people. Like, yeah, you're going to Beyonce. You're clearly going to Beyonce. <laughs> I could already tell. There was no one on my train. Going to be on <laughs> Really? Um, on the district line, no. On the Jubilee line, yes. Yeah. Clearly, everybody's going to Stratford. So. Yeah. But on the district line, there were there were no Beyonce fans. There were no Beyonce and Jay Z fans. I got the weirdest looks because I just look because I had a lot of makeup on, which I don't usually have. Mm -hmm. I had a nice outfit on, which is a bit too nice for the district line. <laughs> no offense to anyone who <laughs> takes the district line on a daily basis. I take the district line on a daily basis. Anyone from London will fully understand mm. exactly what that sentiment means, mm. and they will agree. Uh, it, it's weird, because the closest experience I have to this is I saw Kanye West at the Glow in the Dark tour. I remember. In Sheffield, That I was believe. on my birthday. Yeah. yeah. You didn't invite me. Well, it was in Sheffield. And Moving on. No, close. Swift, swift, <laughs> swift. Again, no resentment, no hard feelings. No resentment, no hard feelings. I went with a friend, and I oh, knew... Oh, he's friend friend. I knew... <laughs> to some degree what the dress code was, unofficially, so to speak. And she didn't. So I dressed somewhat smartly, you know, sneakers, jeans, and a smart polo shirt, and mm -hmm. she dressed like it was a rock gig, so jeans, t-shirt, uh, Chuck Taylors, those? Converse. Converse, that's mm -hmm. the word. And then when she got there, she spent a certain amount of time there, somewhat in awe of the complete culture shock of this is a gig but people are actually dressed up. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine it was that on an unbelievable <coughs> scale for the Beyonce show. But then people want to dance so you have to navigate that bounce. It was a mixture because people were wearing merch which is basically just t-shirts and hoodies and stuff so some people were very dressed down, some people were very dressed up. Mm. It was a mixture. Um, so hold this, I'll open that. So last time you just saw Beyonce, this time was Beyonce and Jay Z. Mm -hmm. What was it like? What was the difference? I, Better, worse? To be quite honest, yes, I'm a fan of Jay Z. Not like a diehard fan. I haven't bought any of his albums or anything, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy his music. Mm -hmm. But seeing him perform, I was very impressed. Yeah. It's one man on a giant ass stage. He's yeah, just he's, anything, he's yeah. followed his wife who has just done a huge performance with a huge dance routine. So was it and Beyonce did a set and Jay Z did no, a no, set? No, 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 no. It was kind of interchangeable. Mm -hmm. So they started with um, Holy Grail. So she sang the Justin she Timberlake. She sang the Justin Timberlake part. And then, yes, yeah, so they did some songs together and then Beyonce did her thing, Jay did his thing, Beyonce did her thing, Jay did his thing, they did some songs together. Blah, blah, blah. It was a big mixture. Mm. 
And Jay Z impressed. Yeah, because obviously Beyonce, she impresses anyway because she comes on with this giant production. She has these dancers. The routine's always sick. The music's always sick. Her band is always real, real sick. Um, but Jay, it's just him. But he was so engaging. It was. I was really impressed. I was really, really impressed. Having never seen him live before. Yeah. I was. Did you find yourself more familiar with his material than you thought you were? Yeah. I guess he... he did some old school stuff. Um, what counts as old school for Jay-Z? Oh, 99 Problems? I mean, that's, that's not really that old school. What I'm year talking was about that? Further back. That feels like old school. It feels not that long ago, but I think if you actually look at the year on paper, it's like, wow, was that long ago? Oh yeah, it was long ago, but I'm talking like further back than that. Like, uh, Death, no, Death Hills, that was the mm. album. That same album. Oh, same album! I think before that, we're talking about H to the Izzo. Did a bit of that. That's, that's old school. I think that was a sample, though. Like, you just did a little bit and then... Just remember mm-hmm. this? And yeah. to, because Jay-Z as we know him now, like Mr. Beyonce, it is really 99 Problems, Derpa's shoulder onwards. Before yeah. that, he's more underground. When Kanye was just his producer, he feels more underground. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wearing a white shirt, I'm opening some tin of mess. And kind of I don't know why he chose. It don't make no sense. I'm going to risk it. Things I do for the fans. Could take, I will take my shirt off. That's what I did. Don't mind me listening. I really wish you'd learn the lyrics to that song. What? What's He's that? not dripping in some mess. It don't it's make no dripping sense. in finesse. It's the Roy Venus. Finesse. Not mess. It don't make no sense. It you don't make no sense. sense. So where were we <laughs> on the show? So Jay-Z impressed you. Beyonce, you saw the Super, not Super Bowl, Coachella performance as well. Were there elements of that? I wasn't there, just to clarify. <laughs> I was not at the show live. I just saw it online like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well... Marching band? Not really. There was a lot of the... Step stuff. Mm. Uniforms? Not uniforms, no. But In fact, it was very different to the Coachella performance. But still as... as good. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say it was as good because Coachella was just her. So she had a lot of room to just be mm. like... Well, a much smaller setup of band anyway. It was a stage because it was just that mm. bit, maybe a bit at the front. Although the stage, I guess, wasn't it wasn't that big. What, because the, she oh, had your the, show? Yeah, she had the stage part and then there was two walkways, um, which was the same reformation tour, but they had another bit at the front of the walkways where she did the freedom performance. So you had the, the stage with the screen behind it. One, two, three screens, yeah. And then there's a catwalk, so to speak, that go forward from the <coughs> two of us, I guess his and hers. <coughs> and then, yeah, hold it. Is there another stage at the end of those walkways that connects them? Was it just no, each walkway there isn't. ends? It was two, it's, each walkway ends. However, the main stage moved. Hello? So it, they basically went over the crowd in the middle part between Ooh. the two catwalks, so, 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 so to speak. It was interesting. But also, like, we want to be the bit. Back here, where where the where the stage stops, like. Uh, you mean so the stage is above you? Yeah. Yeah. Although I didn't really see the geography behind. Geography. To to see where. No, I. Mean. I know you mean. I just what put. Um. I imagine that was a bit of a stand-up moment when the stage first moved. Yeah, it took everyone a real long time to notice because it moved hella slow. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was like, oh wow, it's it's moving, that's cool. I didn't really make a thing of it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's moving. And then everyone next to me was like, it's the stage back! <laughs> it's like, guys, guys, they're in the middle of the crowd now and you're just noticing that they're moving. It's been moving How much wine did you have? 
was uh, but it was it was a really incredible performance. Were there I any... cried, I laughed, it was Were there any particular highlights from the stuff on the screens? Because I imagine they had interludes and little yeah, main movies and stuff. Yeah, so for me I like when they do the sentimental stuff. Mm-hmm. So when Did they you see do... the twins. We did see the twins. But was it the actual twins? It was the actual twins. What do you mean it was the actual twins? Because someone said the first show they did, I think, was Cardiff, maybe. Uh-huh. And people took pictures of... I think then the show started with them and Beyonce and the twins. And a PR person for them said those aren't the actual twins. Oh. I don't know if that's true. I mean, it might have just been them. I don't know. I don't know. But you saw twins. Yeah, yeah, we saw twins. You saw the family. We saw the family, yeah. Is it like family video type thing? Yeah, they did a... I'm assuming it was a um, renewal of their vows, I guess, and they showed that on the screen a little bit, yeah, yeah. which was really sweet. Um, but they at the end they do Forever Young. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cried like a baby. Aww, it was really oh ah, it just got me right in the feels. It was it was so nice. And I also cried when she did resentment because man, that song hits you, you know. I ain't been wronged. Or anything. I ain't been cheated on, but I want to yell at my boyfriend and be like, "No, she was attractive, but I was him first." Oh, ah, that is the gospel according to Beyonce. Speaking of the end, your the show you went to got a lot of press because of how. Oh it yes. Ended. So oh me, yes. Talk me through that. What happened there? So, being a little bit of a speech. Mm-hmm. And was like, you know, we always get so much love when we come to London, so we want to give you a little gift. Bye. <laughs> like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You're not going to do an encore online? Like, what the hell? And then this video starts on the screen. Everyone was like, what is happening? And it's them in the Louvre. And I'm like, I mean, for the first like, couple minutes, I couldn't help but be like, I was there in November. Like, I've been there. I stood there too. Um... But yeah, it was just this really dope song with a really cool music video, which I don't think anybody really soaked in. It was just like, what's happening? It was a shock, yeah. And then at the end of it, on the three screens, album out now. (laughs) What? (laughs) How? (laughs) We, oh, it was, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm reliving the moment. Uh-huh. It's just a bunch of noises for you guys. I'm very sorry. But it was a lot to take in, <laughs> and immediately, immediately, one of my work friends—I call her my work wife—she turns to me and she says, "You could." Um, and then we got a title. I was like, <laughs> I was like "Can I get your login?" Just, 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 just real quick, please. Because this is a girl who, poor thing. She watched the Coachella set online like everybody else, but she managed to find a link on Pornhub. So (laughs) she was that desperate. She was just like sat with her boyfriend like, we need to find something. We need to find it somewhere, good quality, anywhere. So she watched it on Pornhub. And then she texted me in the morning and was like, morning wife. What's your title login? And I'm thinking, I honestly don't remember my password because I'm just just logged in. Exactly. So I had to text her and be like, look, I'm really sorry, but I don't remember my password. I've been digging all morning, I don't know. And she was like, it's fine. Maybe it's available on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like maybe she's still digging. But they released it on Spotify, though. Right? As of recording, it's now on Spotify and Apple Music. But it's under the Carters, not Beyonce or Jay-Z. Yeah. And so it's a bit it's of a quiet, subtle thing. It's, uh, 
I haven't heard it yet. I am bracing myself. Yeah, I, saw, I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I got back about maybe one, half one from working at Baker Street. Checking the Twitter as you do. And one of the stories was that... Oh, one of the Twitter moments, rather, was that there's a new album. I thought, what? So... Yeah, spinach is that's what it's that's spinach. Well, I should mention, listeners, we're cooking. As you could, if you couldn't already tell, we're cooking as we talk. We're making some sort of mince. And Whitney's about to add some spinach. Which I'm all for. We more veggies in our lives. Especially we're gonna fit into suits and things for wedding. So I got home, Twitter said there's a news video, I think, and so I saw that on YouTube. And then yeah, I saw a picture saying album out now and everything. And I was impressed. I was... There were also some memes about how Nas had just released his album with Kanye's whole uh-huh. seven tracks thing. Yeah. And so people were like, Jay-Z gave Nas one day, and I was like, bloop, we're back. And also, in the run-up to Kanye's release. He was on Twitter asking, what should I call it? And I think one of the suggestions from his friends was Love Everything. And then this album is called Everything Is Love. So that crossed my mind a little bit as well. Interesting. Speaking of Kanye, etc., have you listened to any of his releases? June has kind of been his month. I have. I listened to... Is it the album called Yay? That's his album, yeah. Uh, I know he released a few, so Mm. I'm just... Yeah, I listened to that one. How did you feel about the start? I, w- I would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't stuck at a red signal on the train. Ah. But <laughs> Although, if you're stuck in train traffic and just hating life, and then the album starts with, today I thought about killing you. Mm. <laughs> Premeditated murder. That, that might have been interesting. I, mean, <laughs> I was in the front carriage. The driver was right there. I don't condone murder. No, we don't condone that on this In any podcast. way, shape, or form. I don't think about killing anyone. This is all said in jest. Just quoting the lyrics of the song. Quoting the lyrics of the song. That's it. So that's the only one you've heard from his whole barrage of releases. Yeah, I heard that album. Which I was impressed with, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, the theme's got a bit left, but it was... A little bit. A little bit. <coughs> I remember now... you mentioning to me <coughs> that the first song you bumped. You liked it quite a lot. I agree. I liked the first song. Um, I really love that back in the Della, no one, no one, no one. I've listened to that the most of this whole album, just that opening and then when the beat comes in. When he changes the beat, I am I don't like it as much. Yeah, he tends to do that though. Yeah. Like, like when he released, what's the name of that album? The Life of Pablo. Um, Father's when he re- Stretch My Hands? No, no, FML, when like he did the song with The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. And he switches up the last bit, and I'm like, what are you doing? It just sounds weird. Yeah. See, for me, I remember, I want to say back in the old days, but it was probably not that old, when hip-hop videos in particular would be a video for a particular song, and then the last quarter of the video would be a different song. A different song. I guess that was yeah, cross-promotion yeah. of, like, we've got a whole thing coming out, here's another taste of the mm-hmm. album, etc. What comes to mind or immediately... Or they do it at the beginning. Like, yeah. On the radio, they're listening to something. And then it comes to the actual song. And it felt like this was the audio equivalent where it's one song and this... But this is, it's not a sample of a different song. It's just the same song. I just switch up the beat mm-hmm. at the end. It just feels... Because eh. I really like that. The whole vibe of the opening of that song is great. And it just... Eh, that was my yeah, bit. So you haven't listened to Pusha T. You haven't listened to Kid Cudi and Kanye's joint thing. Um, no. You haven't listened to Nas. I have not. Do you intend I've to? Re- I've been recovering... Oh, well, yeah, exactly. You've my got, religious experience. I mean, you still got another biblical text to get through in Love is Everything. 
Yes, exactly. We both do. We might even do a joint listen, and I refute any notion that I fell asleep. Hey, listen. Listen to previous Beyonce albums. I was albums. there, you were there, we remember different stories. Okay, so I was particularly tired for the Beyonce self-titled album. <laughs> and it, it gets very chill. It gets very chill. Boy! It's a recipe for kind of, I'm going to ride this beat <laughs> to... Oh, you know what? I was so excited to watch that with you because it was the first visual album yeah. titled Beyonce. Did we watch it and I fell asleep? I thought yes. I just listened to it and fell asleep. We watched I it. remember lying on the floor. We watched it. And then waking up on the floor. Yes. In the middle of the last song. I stand by Lemonade when you watch that. I didn't fall asleep in that. I feel like I stayed awake for that one because that one bumps. I'll, I'll check the transcripts. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to check the minutes for that one. But, um, yeah. Speaking of Kanye, though. Did Kanye's comments before his album release, etc., affect you wanting to hear his music? There's no wrong answer here. It's a very good question. In a way, in a way, kind of. Not so much that because his comments were so outlandish that it was just like, okay, I don't like Kanye anymore because he said this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. More just because I feel like that was a publicity stunt. To come out and say all this outlandish stuff and then... Oh, by the way, here's my new music. <laughs> yeah. Because your name is already in the news a lot because you've said something. And because you're already... You don't have to work as hard to be like, I have new stuff out. Because mm-hmm. once you Google his name, not only did the weird headlines come up, but also his music will come up. So I think it was a bit of a cop-out to just say something and everyone will be like, Oh, no, he didn't! And then, bloop, here's three albums. Yeah. I, I find myself... So that put me off a little bit, which is why I didn't listen to it straight away. And why I haven't listened to all of them. I haven't listened to one. You can't forget that he is married to... Oh. Married into the Kardashian family, and they are the... I have to talk about... They are the champions of social media. And there's anyone listening that likes the Kardashians, I'm very sorry, I don't like you. <laughs> we'll move swiftly away. I'm sure you're a lovely person, but I don't condone that mess. I'm sorry. He <laughs> pledged your allegiance. I, I was similar, though. I wasn't keen on what he said. But it didn't... I don't know. I, I do struggle with that idea of having to separate art from artist. And mm. whether... Because people... It's one thing to disapprove of what someone's done. There seems to be an element of letting <coughs> everyone else know. I'm not going to do X and Y because of this person. Mm. I mean, strangely enough, I didn't, I didn't avoid Kanye's music because of what he said. But, on a slightly different note, Arrested Development. They had a group interview. And one of the people in that cast, Jeffrey Tambor, was fired from another show because of his behaviour. Okay. Slightly in with the Me Too movement. They had a group interview with him there and one of the women he acted with. And whose name I've forgotten. But she plays the mother on Arrested Development. I feel really bad that I've forgotten her name. But they brought... Apparently he had yelled at her in the past during the filming of that show. And over the course of the interview you hear that she's clearly still very distraught about what happened. But all of the other men in the cast in that interview try and play it down and be like, yeah, but he's come a long way and this happens and sets, etc. And the person who did the interview released the audio of that moment and the internet pretty much unanimously felt that all of the men were mansplaining her upset mm-hmm. and trying to defend the guy rather than sympathising or understanding the female's, the woman's, the female, the woman's point of view. Mm-hmm. And... I haven't watched the new season of Arrested Development yet. Because of that? I don't know if it's explicitly because of that, but that definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I understand. And, yeah. But, in general, I mean, there's some stuff, like XXX Tentacion or Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. There's 
I know there's a lot of SoundCloud rappers who have some sort of reputation like that. But I don't really mess with that genre of music just in general. But I feel uncomfortable with the combination of their very disturbing pasts and... The context of their music now. That and how much people are like standing by them and being like, oh, this artist is just part they of They made art. a mistake! Yeah. Particularly, there was one artist, I think it's Noah Cyrus, who's like Miley Cyrus's younger sister, yeah, yeah. who I think had XXX Temptation on a remix of one of her songs, or just a feature. All right. And someone asked her, Don't you feel a way about his past and having him on your song? And she said, It's just about the music for me. I, I can't judge anyone's past. It was Tarzan, it was allegations, etc. And the allegations against him are pretty bleak. And yeah, that makes me feel away, but I don't know. It's a tricky minefield. But anyway, to bring it all the way back to Beyonce. So the show. I'm Jay Z. I'm Jay Z. He was there too. I guess. Participated. So the show ends. Everyone's glowed up from how good it was. Did you get to like stop and discuss what you just witnessed with your friends? We had to sit for a minute before we left. Not just because of the people traffic, because we couldn't actually leave our seats. Yeah, but I can imagine you're probably physically <laughs> we, stuck. We were all just kind of sat for the first time in the evening. I actually sat down. I actually sat down. And we were all just like, what just happened to us? <laughs> it was... Because there was nothing particularly out of the ordinary for a Beyonce performance. Mm -hmm. She's always very, very good. She delivers because she's such a performer. Through and but through. I don't understand. I don't really... I can't really pinpoint one specific thing that made it great. Just the whole night. It wasn't like we were at a show. It was like we were at an experience, like a Jay-Z Beyonce experience. And I mean, you could call me biased because I am a Beyonce fan, but I'm not one of those Beyonce fans that will be like, I like every single song she's done. I mean, I like most of them. Most? <laughs> that was a quote from an SNL skit. Mm -hmm. We all appreciate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm not one of those diehard stands that are like, if you say anything bad about her on Instagram, I'll come for you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, no. Are you not a card-carrying member of the Beehive? I'm a member. I just... I mean, I have a title, so, you know. <laughs> I think that is the biggest sentiment of love. I have love. title. I, I have title. Trap. I have title. It that should be me, on the merch. It hurts me every month. <laughs> it comes out of my account. It hurts me every month when people are like, ah! Spotify and I pay like a farm for a month. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful for you. <laughs> but can you watch Lemonade? <laughs> that, that is very true. Like, how does it feel to be able to stream Lemonade? Because oh, that's great. It's a good the YouTube struggle is, is real. But, yeah, I'm not a diehard, diehard fan. I have liked her for a very long time. From the beginning of Destiny's Child. Bills, bills, bills. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. <laughs> it's been great. It's been a great ride. It really has. Uh, did you yeah, see if, anyone else in the crowd, sort of? Like, did you see any particular moments in the show where the whole crowd was like, I'm feeling this? Yeah, when they played Paris. Dun dun. Dun dun. Dun dun. When, when Jay came out with Paris, he did a rewind in the middle yeah. of the first verse and everyone was like, Oh no! <laughs> it's one of those moments where you saw the stadium physically lift because everybody was jumping. And that's the moments when it was starting to get dark. Yeah, oh yeah, because it so, opens, yeah, there's no ceiling, there's so you no can ceiling. see the sky. And obviously, it's summertime now, so the sun is setting a lot later. Mm -hmm. But it was a, just visible, everyone was going crazy, and it was, oh, it was intense, it was really intense. So that was a moment for me. 
And then another moment was when B came to the front of one of the catwalk mm-hmm. sections and sang Resentment. Man, it was a moment. It was a real moment mm-hmm. because she, it was just her sat on a chair in this red outfit that was just, I mean, all the outfits. I must applaud her wardrobe team because all the outfits were fire. <laughs> um, yeah, so she just came and sat at the front of the stage and just sat on a chair with a microphone and just sang. And it was a really touching moment, actually, because we're all very used to her with her, like, yeah. We did jazz hands there for those of you that can't see what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then to switch up completely, she did countdown and oh, lost Ooh. my mind. Lost my mind. <laughs> what, like straight after redemption? No, no. Just Resentment. Yeah. So we'll let that slide. We'll have to edit that out. Let's put out we'll, of this. Let, we'll let that slide. Um, no, straight up, not straight after. Some other later on in the set. In the set, yeah, yeah. Before or after, I'm not entirely sure. But, but she did countdown, and I went nuts. Absolutely not. I think I kicked a girl in the head. Never mind. <laughs> by accident. By accident. <laughs> Shit, by accident. That's my song, man. Because, <laughs> you know, we're on raised seats, and the seats in front of us are quite yeah. low down. And I, I lifted my leg a little bit too much, so I think I kicked her in the head. But to be fair, it was one of those girls who was with her friend, and they were both doing the whole lip-syncing on Instagram thing on each of their phones at the same time. Hey. Oh, it was just like, you're here to watch the show. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you did get some footage, but yours was quite... Like, yeah, minimal, but just... you could see the, time, the the moments in the footage where it got a little bit shaky. You bounced, you're like, no, no, I need to pause. I need to just enjoy myself. So I took the lim- a limited rate. Like, it was there, any, was there anything you, were, you really wanted to film that you made you film? Was it just, let me capture something of this? I, wa- I actually really wanted to film uh, the last song when they did Forever Young. Mm. But I was just so wrapped up in it that I was just like, you know what? One of the girls has filmed it. They presented it to me. Yeah. I just wanted to be there in that moment because it was really, really amazing. Um, the show was just such a good show. It was such a good show. I mean, there are moments when you you feel like, okay, I kind of wish I was a little bit closer so I could actually be right by her or, mm. you know, she could actually acknowledge that I'm here because, yes, the stadium is full of people and they always say, no, I see each and every one of you, blah, yeah. blah, blah, but they don't. Um... Bang. You know what? It was a good seat and I only paid 50 pounds, so... Yeah. <laughs> Money well spent. Um, it's weird because I think that Kanye Met show I mentioned a while back in this episode was the last time I saw some sort of big arena show and typically at much smaller gigs. And the biggest, apart from festivals, it's probably when I saw Phoenix at the Alexandria Palace mm-hmm. not too long ago. And I was at the very front for that. Mm-hmm. In fact, fun fact for the listeners, Phoenix filmed some sort of VR video of that show and I'm pretty sure I feature in it heavily because I'm right at the front, but I don't have the app to look at it. I think it's on Hulu, so okay. I wouldn't know. But that was a very enveloping show. They have a setup where they have a big mirror behind their stage, and their floor is the light show, but it's reflected in the mirror. Wow. So you see the light show happening underneath them, and you see them from above in that mirror, and it looks very cool. And with, really? small, with smaller shows, an element of intimacy you feel like you're right there with the performer yeah I've had that experience I imagine with bigger shows it's more about feeling like you're there with the whole audience and you're all yeah communally enjoying the moment very true um because not only do you have you might see someone that's in front of you that you don't even know mm. that is feeling the exact same way you feel about a certain song but people you're with 
are a bit like, ah, oh, you know what, I don't really like this song, I'm gonna sit to this one. So they turn around, they see you going crazy, and you see them going crazy, and you're like, yeah, let's enjoy this together! And it was, it was really fun, so there'll be big, big shows. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, for example, um, I went to Radio 1's Big Weekend when it was in Exeter. So that was 2016 now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that feels like forever ago. Yeah, that was 2016. May 2016. And The weekend did a set. <sighs> he kind mm-hmm. of shot himself in the foot because yeah. he was doing like album songs. Mm-hmm. Deep cuts. It was the kind of crowd where they'd only realise who he was when he played that cut film My Face. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Radio 1 and Big he, Weekend, yeah. Mm, and in Exeter. <laughs> This is not, not the weekend country. It's, it's not a, weekend country. It's Coldplay country. <laughs> oh Hence man! Hence why they headlined. It really is. It really is. He made it. Actually, Chris Martin made a joke. He was like, "I think I was conceived somewhere in well, in that area of this field." And we were all just like, "That's all." <laughs> 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 why, why would you say that? It's really uncomfortable. That why? sounds like Chris. That sounds like Chris Martin. But yeah, so. Um, why did I get to that? We're talking about... Oh, yes. Crowd. So, um, that was a big show. And when The weekend was on, like I said, it was very much a, a very selective crowd that would have enjoyed this a lot more. People yeah. in the front were going crazy because obviously they were like, oh, it's The weekend. we need to be at the front for this gig. But the girls that I were with were a bit like, I know I can't feel my face. Mm, mm. That's about it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we can just stand here. It's fine. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to leave all of you and go and not be able to find you afterwards. And I saw the people in the front, like, going mad. And he was acknowledging the fact that they were the only ones going crazy. And I'm just there in the middle, like, see me, please. <laughs> I love April, you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit painful. But then I've also had an experience with a smaller show with, where this was 2015 and I went to Bristol to see Fuse ODG. Fuse! And... I was right. I was right in the front, front and center. Yeah, you were by the barrier. Mm-hmm. And again, we met met friends in the crowd, and it was one of those moments where, you, like, you really connected with the performer to the point where, like, the dancer afterwards talked to me because we were just having such a great time in the front. So it was, it was, it was great. It was great. That was a really, really good show, and I was a bit of a diehard fan for Fuse. Yeah. Emphasis on the walls. Oh, wait, he's now. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. There's still time. You can bring it back. He's tried, though. He's tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Taking it even further back. So, uh-huh. 31's Big Weekend. Fuse. Do you remember when you first saw live music? Mm. Like, but you decided to see. Not that it was kind of on in the background, but you made a conscious decision. I want to go to check out this because me and my friends are going. Because um. the name Bren- Benjamin left which... Benjamin Francis, Francis Le- Oh my word, okay. That, that comes to mind. Let's take, okay, so we went to... What year are we thinking? This here? very small gig in 2011. It was a very small festival called Ocean Fest. Mm-hmm. In, I think it's North Devon. I don't know. My Devon friends are going to hate me. I don't know where that is. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Hello um, if you ever listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ocean Fest. Ocean Fest, 2011. It was back when Ed Sheeran was releasing EPs. Was. And was still with his teeny tiny little guitar and yeah. wearing that hoodie that it looked like he never washed. But <laughs> it was Probably did. all just obsessed with him. I and mean, it was what those days when we were in college and everyone was like, Oh my god, did you hear the new EP? And we'd all share it. And oh, it was those times. 
So, and that's, yeah, so before him, Benjamin Francis left, which came on. I only knew a couple of his songs, one of them being Atlas Hands, mm -hmm. which got me through exams because it was one of those songs that I would listen to before I did an exam to just calm me down. It was one of those real chill songs. So seeing him, I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> and then after him, Ed Sheeran came on. And I was right at the front for that. We didn't know how big he was going to get. This no was back did. in 2011. We didn't yeah. know how big he was going to get. And he'd already released 18 by that point, but like maybe just really. I don't know, I was that remember. on an EP? Um. Part, I don't know. I feel like that, that was the first Possibly. single from his first album. That was, yeah, that was the first proper single single. Yeah, with like a video that people yeah. remember and stuff. And then it was You Need Me, I Don't Need You, I think that came next. Yeah, then he did the whole like drunk and uh, with the video with uh, Rupert Grant. Yes. Is that like Lego House? And Lego House. Basically, right. like 18 and You Need Me were I, what I remember as the start the of mm -hmm. Ed Sheeran in capitals mm -hmm. on stage type thing. That's so true. you were just on the borderline of that. There's a dog on our fence. There is a dog on our garden fence. Just chilling out. Maximum maximum hey, Cornwall. Probably smells the delicious food we're cooking. Probably feels, yeah. You ain't getting none. Go away. So that was the first... Yeah, I see you. Okay. <laughs> the dog has left. The dog, Sorry. once again, the dog has left the fence. Nice guest spot there. Nice feature. <laughs> he was cute. So um, that was your first significant... <coughs> I think that was the first event. significant one. Although, we had... Uh, I mean, we, we bought tickets, we, we knew it was a festival, but it was, there was, uh, oh, what was his name? It's really old country guy. C6 Steve? C6 Steve, yes! The boy. The boy. I mean, he I country make more blues, but yeah, I know he Blues, yeah, sorry, blues, blues, blues. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not, as you can tell, I'm not a massive fan of him. Well, he was there as well. He was there. He was before Benjamin Vance left, which, <laughs> um, yeah, we... We knew it was a festival and there were a lot of other acts, but really we just went to see Ed Sheeran. Me, Benjamin also, but the people, again, I had a moment where everyone was like, how do you know this song? I listen to other stuff that yeah. black people don't make, you know? <laughs> I do listen to a whole array of genres of, of music. I'm very sorry to disappoint you. Um, so... Did you catch the bug from that? Were there other... Was it... I hung well, to check out more that, that music. Before that was when I was a member of the Girl Guides. Mm -hmm. Represent. Way back, way mm -hmm. back. And they used to do this... Um, Big gig? Yeah, they yeah. used to do this show called Big Gig. And they'd get a whole bunch of acts to come and perform in a venue. We went to Manchester, we went to Birmingham. I think we went to London once, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I think I went to about three of those. Ed, I think Ed Sheeran came to one of those. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, but Who else do you people remember? People like, ooh. <laughs> We're going back in the memory banks here. I honestly don't remember the actors. Dust them off the archives. Ollie Murs. Yeah. Now we're talking. Um, now it's real music. It's real music. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, maybe Tyler Cruz at one point. Wow. This yeah, is a time machine. We bumped. We all bumped that. We listeners, all bumped it. Don't no. judge us, listeners. You were right there. Honestly, I think one year we got Bass Hunter. Honestly, <laughs> oh, man. I think he was there at one point. You know you were a fan of that guy. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time. I bumped him hard on my Sony Ericsson. <laughs> he was... When you're gone. Now you're gone. Not when you're gone. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. I'll see yes, you later. <laughs> Who else was that? Evac Evacuate the dance floor. Oh, Jesus, Cascada. Affected by Cascada. the sun. How, how are we saying her name? 
hope she hope, I hope that didn't oh. I really hope the guy who. I hope the guy who raps on that. I bought her album. Yeah, you. On CD. Mm-hmm. But you know who else she bought? I think he bought My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance, Panic the Disco, Fall Out Boy. I bought them all at the same time. Because life's like this. Oh, I have all of the Avril Lavigne albums. I am not afraid to say it. I have every Avril Lavigne album. Do you have the... Not the newer ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I think the latest one I bought was the one with the... Hey, you, you, I'll make a girlfriend. That's the latest album, that's as far as we went. Okay. Oh, it's that what the hell is it? I didn't get that album. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. I didn't get that Thinking album. Thinking of that song, Girlfriend, always reminds me of the game we play on the PlayStation 2. We haven't played for a while, Burnout. Burnout. Which has that song, Girlfriend, by Avril Lavigne. But in, in every that, language. But just the chorus, which I always felt like, oh, I want to do the whole song. Wasn't it the, Jap- was the, ma- was the Mandarin one that was very interesting? Mm. Shout out to Avril Lavigne for going the distance for that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you had a cool, cool, I guess that's a cool phase. Avril Lavigne was a cool face. I mean, the three before. Avril Lavigne, maybe not now, but back then. Yes. Yeah, what kind of fan? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael McRomance, Panic at <sighs> Disco. Yes. Fallout yes. Boy. I bumped them hard. Do you listen to either of those now? Yes. Are you still a fan? Um, I well, what's left of Panic at Disco? I was gonna say, it's, it's just Brendan now. It's just Brendan now. But he's, he's the best one anyway. And Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. I think the last album I bought from them was Infinity on High. Which, I can't Which was uh, a long time ago. Because when I'm thinking of them, I'm thinking of Sugar We're Going Down and Down Dance. Yeah. See, you know. Yeah, those are the, the songs that they that, those are the songs. Any young listeners that weren't around when those songs oh, bumped, those songs you bumped. You haven't lived! Those songs bumped! Those were the days when I could go out for an indie night and just have a real good time. Because you'd have tunes yeah. like that playing. Yeah. There was another band, though. There was those three. They were the mm. main main ones. The Luminaries. I, I liked the odd songs, but never really listened to the albums of them. I think I listened to... <coughs> not my not my chemical album, not Panic. Yes, I listened to the first Panic album. I think I stole that from you. Quite no, no, I didn't. I went out and bought it. I Thank stole you. my chemical romance from you. If we're going to old school CDs... Yeah. If we're going old school CDs... Oh, I'm trying to think of a song. What are you about to say? You make me wanna la la on the kitchen on the floor. I'm like an animal. You are cool. For those who don't recognize, that is Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. I hate you so much. Who married someone in Fallout? Boy. Yeah, but then they got divorced. But they got divorced, but did they have a kid together? No. She has. She's now with, I think, the grandson of Diana Ross. Yeah. He was on 9210 for a short minute. Oh, that one guy was like 35. <laughs> he was a kid. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You're, dun, you're, dun, you're dun, playing an 18 year old. You're falling you, no. You, you, you fully paid off your mortgage. <laughs> you're not a teenager in the slightest. Shout out to Skills from One Tree Hill. Oh! <laughs> for all however many seasons the that show was on. The OG old man playing a high schooler. <laughs> Skills from One Tree Hill. Lord, he, you, that guy was in Moesha. That's how old he is. <laughs> Motiva. Eater. That was a real nice trip he, down memory lane there. Yeah, he was the crux of old man high schooler, for sure. See, for me going back that far, this is us living in Exeter. I'm thinking of... 
Yeah, yeah, yes. We are scientists. The killers. The subways. The subways. That's what that's the bad idea. Seriously, in the rock nights were just the bomb. Yeah. Almost twenty years ago now. That's I a know. scary thought. <sighs> Wait. Oh yeah. Almost twenty years ago. Mm. Eighteen. Well, fifteen years ago maybe. Fifteen years on. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. Because we moved in two thousand three. So yeah. Muse was a big deal as well. I remember mm. Absolution yes. being the I thing. I had a friend. Oh, my my friend. Because they were from where we great. lived. Like, yeah. there's a museum near Exeter Central Station, I think, yeah. train station. Yeah. That's where they got the name Muse from. Oh, wow. So I didn't know that. My first time playing in a band, and the very first song we did was Run by Snow Patrol, but then our guitarist had a birthday party in his garden and we were doing covers of Hysteria. I had no business singing <laughs> covers of Muse. Anyone that even remotely knows Muse and how Matt Bellamy sings, I, oh. I don't know what I was doing. That was some dripping in some mess. Didn't make no sense. No, I had a friend... Way back when we first moved, he was one of my first friends. He was such a sweetheart. Um, he's actually married now, which is really scary. Wow. <laughs> he was a giant Muse fan. Giant Muse fan. This little tiny geeky boy mm -hmm. with glasses, jet black hair, and he did the swoop. The swoop, that, the emo oh, swoop that everyone did. I don't know who to blame for that specifically, but the emo swoop had happened. I think Justin Bieber killed the swoop. He killed the swoop. But before him, everyone had the swoop. Um, so he was my friend in year five and six, and then we went to different secondary schools, but we still kept in touch. We were the only two of our group that like still kept, like, still kept in touch with him. Mm. He was a giant Muse fan. Giant Muse fan. To the point where he had one of those cotton wristbands that said Muse oh, on it. Oh, bless. His backpack was Muse. He had Muse stickers everywhere. Oh. You and we, used just sit, we used to have this Friday youth club that we went to. And um, we would just sit and listen to Muse. <coughs> <coughs> I had a friend who was really <coughs> Muse and Queen. <coughs> so bringing it back to now, who have you got next on your live music calendar? Um, <laughs> sorry, sister, you're checking your messages. Sorry, 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 sorry. Apparently, cool. I'm going to Paris with my work people. I didn't know that. Um, Calm. Next year. Dun, dun. Uh, my next on my list. I have the Ed Sheeran concert next, mm -hmm. next, not even next, Saturday coming up, I have Ed Sheeran, yeah. in Cardiff. Yeah, week on Saturday. Saturday, coming. As in this? As in this 23rd coming up, Saturday. Oh, cool. I'm going to Cardiff. So you're going away this weekend, I'll go away next weekend. Yeah. I thought we were on the same weekend. Um, okay, so you're seeing Ed Sheeran this weekend. Seeing Ed Sheeran this weekend with my dear, dear friend, Emily, and we're so excited, although I don't know how it's going to work out, we have standing tickets, so we have to... We yeah. have to judge where he is insanely popular now. Mm. But the thing with him is, he only has one stage, I think. So there won't it's be just much, him. Yeah, there won't be much like him moving around, so we can't really see him. Yeah. Wherever we go, you know. So that's going to be exciting. Supporting him is Anne Marie. I love Anne Marie. But you saw recently as well. I saw Anne Marie in November. At I the, love her. The Roundhouse? <laughs> At the Roundhouse, yeah. I'm gutted that she's not a bigger deal than she is because she is really, really talented. Yes, she does the poppy songs and whatever. Her lyrics are hilarious. Is she's really, really hilarious funny or really heartfelt. She's really, really funny. Essex girl, big up. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, she, she does the poppy songs, but her voice is just incredible. If you hear her acoustic, she's insane. She's so talented. She's so, so talented. So I am actually debating whether or not to buy tickets for her November show this year. <laughs> so seeing her three times in one year wow. would be great. That's I didn't see her in November. Sorry, I saw her in March. Yeah, um, yeah. So I may see her three times this year, which would be awesome. Um, other than that, I don't know about any other shows. I will have to see because... Can you think of any artists that we could see together? 
But we can see together. Ooh. I don't know who ticks both of our boxes in such a way that we would actually... Drake? Maybe Drake? Um, to be quite honest, I think you would have enjoyed this, this show this weekend. Beyonce? Yeah. I wouldn't have fallen asleep. No, you would not have. I think you would have really gotten into it. So maybe, yeah, that would be a good show for to us be, to watch the, the, the one show I really wish I saw is when Jay-Z and Kanye did Watch the Throne Live. Because mm -hmm. the videos I've seen of that... It looked insane. Mm -hmm. So I would have loved. I don't know if I want to see Kanye now. The one band <coughs> I've always wanted to see but never did is The Strokes. And the year I stopped going to Red Festival. That's the band, The Strokes. Sorry. Oh, how, how do we forget about them? Yeah. I, the I think I've still got a post on my bedroom door back. No, you don't. That took it down. Oh, okay. Well. You, you, saw, you saw it as inappropriate. Is it still somewhere though, or is it? Like... Oh yeah, they took it down and rolled it up it's somewhere. Oh, cool. They Good didn't bin it. They just took it off the wall. <sighs> That's okay. But yeah, uh, they. I went to Reading Festival every year for about five years. I had all the wristbands. I was that guy. I remember. And then the year I stopped going, the, the Strokes headlined. But I don't know if I ever really want to see them now. They're not the same band for me anymore. No. It'd be cool to, but I don't know if I'm that chomping at the bit to see them. So if I, yeah, I think maybe Drake, maybe The Weeknd. Oh, I wasn't a huge fan of his most recent little EP thing he released. Yeah. But he's got the hits that you know would be a good time in general. Um, I don't know worry. because I I feel like we have, in some aspects, we have similar interests in mm. the same artists, but in different er different eras of their career, if that makes sense. Well put, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I have to think about that, and then we'll find a show and we'll go together because yeah. I think that'll be great. Maybe part two will. We'll go to a show together. Well, there has to be a part two. Cause we have I don't think many parts of it. I very much enjoyed all the... I didn't. I had no idea where this was going to go. I didn't think Ashley Simpson would get an airing. Oh, but... Ashley mm. You know hey, what? We watched the reality show, okay? I, oh, I made you download it. <laughs> oh, for bare shit. I still have it on my PC somewhere. I downloaded episodes of the Ashley Simpson show on my PC for Whitney to watch. Oh. Which I also watched at some point as well. Embarrassing times. Watching her make her album. On a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. There it is. Wednesday, Wednesday, I can't sleep. No, that was a banger. You know what? I stand by. I listened to a podcast recently, the Popcast, New York Times, John Caramanica. Hello, if they ever listened to this. They talked about how she might have been the precursor to, like, Hayley Williams, Paramore. Ooh. And there's a whole lineage that... That's interesting. In some regards, Ashley Simpson was there. Wow. That is not bad, actually, Paramore. Oh, Paramore! Paramore is still my jam. Like, I, I would go to that show with you. I would yeah. go to that show with you, Paramore. We can, we can go to Paramore together. Because even the earlier angsty days, the more Although, recent poppy days... A there. show that we almost went to together, but they cancelled it. Tovelo. Man, that hurts all over again. I forgot about that. That was gonna be such a good day. Kovlo was gonna play. Was it in Brixton? Yeah, and then she had like some throat she issues. Had her some voice. Throat issue situation. She's one of those people that had like an operation on her throat, right? And it was just before then, and she cancelled the show. And they said they were gonna reschedule and blah blah blah. And then it never happened. But we were so hyped for that show. That was back in twenty fifteen. Saying that, I'm still hyped because. Her most recent stuff is still... Yeah. She hasn't slipped. I say hi, you say hi, we stay hi, you look so pretty, yeah. But, yeah. We, but, that's a show but, we go to Definitely. Sure. It's weird because, yeah, she had an issue with her throat. I think Sam Smith at some point has had something Adele. like that. 
Adele had something like that. I think Demi Lovato recently cancelled an O2 gig because yeah, her throat. Scissor has been out for months because of her throat and it's just now wow. getting better. Camila Cabello. Okay. <laughs> recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That. Everyone felt that dead for a moment. You, you couldn't hide that. That was just that was just soul speaking to us. It She missed a show with Taylor Swift. There's one that I, I see Taylor Swift. I would extend an invite to you. You're making a face that says you wouldn't go with me. No, 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 no. I would. You'd go see Taylor Swift. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there I you go. There I you go. You <laughs> Boy, did your face drop? Sorry, there. sorry. I wasn't listening. No, I would not. Not at all, and any capacity. If you paid me, I wouldn't go to that show. <laughs> I would not. Again, I'm sorry if I offend anyone. <laughs> Disclaimer: Kardashian and Taylor Swift just, just don't, just, don't just offend me. Just, just don't. don't. Offend me. What you made me do? Don't be mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big fan, number one fan, right here. Yeah. Taylor Swift, you're, you're lost. I bump it. I bump I, it. I'm happy with that loss. I'll take the L. Don't what if she shows up in the Ed Sheeran show? On that note, ladies and gentlemen, oh, that's a that's a sunshiny face right there, Whitney. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave you on that. I'm gonna end on that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you with with all I that. I'd rather end it on Ashley Simpson. <laughs> Jeez. I'm trying to think if there's any more old school cuts in the Ashley Simpson era. I remember you had an "I'm not okay" sticker on your door. I did. I'm not okay. I promise. In parentheses, it's true. Mm-hmm. That was a that was an anthem of those times. Oh yeah, I still bond R.I.P. My chemical romance. You know. But Beyonce, Jay Z, alive and well. Oh, We've got yeah. a new album to listen to. Oh. I will stay awake for it. That'll be part two reviewing that album. Until then, Until thank you very then. much, Whitney. Thank you. Ooh. Was I right or was I right? That conversation could have gone on for a few more hours. It was just so much fun. Ashley Simpson, Bass Hunter, you don't get those kinds of gems on just any podcast. Yeah, that that was a really, really fun conversation. It was the first time I talked to her for the podcast. We talked about doing it for a long time. But the Beyonce show was just a perfect opportunity for us to hone in on a certain subject. And I just knew, as once you hit record, we just just let the flow happen. There was no need to try and signpost anything just let what happens happens and it was a really good time thank you thank you thank you Whitney for finally letting me record a conversation of ours for this podcast I hope you don't cringe too much or find it too embarrassing and trust me you will never get used to hearing your own voice but <laughs> just you just learn to live with it I guess yeah so that was today's episode that I got an open mic happening later tonight I have recorded myself playing the open mics because I, I started I dusted off my guitar took it with me and actually played again but what I want to do next is play an open mic with a backing track because you get the type of performers I think the, t- the stereotypical open mic performer is someone with an acoustic guitar and what they are performing for you is essentially the finished product they have in mind for their music they perform an acoustic guitar because they write an acoustic guitar and that's how the finished song is meant to sound. When I perform with just a guitar, that's not the finished product. That's me trying to take the finished product, which would be bass and drums and a full band, and pare it down to guitar because that's all I have with me. What I'd like to do is perform with a backing track, which will have the other instruments whilst I play guitar and sing, so I can give you a closer glimpse of what the finished product is, at least the finished products I have in mind. 
So what I should really be getting on with is recording the back the backing tracks and rehearsing with it, so that I can perform with that, so that I can feel more confident in performing and maybe even get better at recruiting people to join me in in future performances. My thinking is I could put adverts out now and I could get lost in the fray of everyone looking for a bassist or a drummer. But if you see me performing and you can already see what the finished product is like and if you like what you see, you might be more inclined to join me or to let me know about someone who could join me because this isn't something starting from scratch which could seem like a chore to join. This is something which is clearly well underway and you're just joining an already moving machine. That's what I think anyway. So that's what I'll be getting on with trying to record a backing track just remember that I normally play some music at the end of these episodes, don't I? I really hope I do get to see Tovalo with my sister at some point, because we were so excited to see that show. It was around the time of the debut album release. And, oh, we were so excited. I, it's been, I think, a couple of years, maybe at least a year. I think it was 2016 when that show was announced and then cancelled. And I haven't paid too close attention to when she's been in town, because I haven't really been able to afford it in general, but... I would really, really love to see Tovalo again, and it would be that much better if I could see it with my sister. So, Tovalo, if you ever listen to this, help us out. Also, Anne-Marie, if you ever listen to this, yeah, my sister's a really, really big fan. Like, a really, really big fan. I'm trying to think of who else got mentioned. Yeah, My Chemical Romance, there's a few people I've spoken to who either on on the recording or before I started recording, when I mentioned music, they say... At least when I mention the type of music I make and how it sounds a bit like indie rock from the 2000s. Bands like, uh, what, what, what do we mention? Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, those bands get brought up a lot. My Chemical Romance, everyone says how they went through a period of that kind of music. And you know what? If you're in your teens and you're into alternative rock of some kind now, <laughs> we had some good times in the 2000s. There was some good music happening. The charts actually recognised it as well. It wasn't such an offshoot thing. Ooh, I guess you had to be there. But who knows, it might come around again. I don't know if things are better or worse, they just are. But there's, there's always going to be good music out there. But it just felt good to really reminisce for a moment there <laughs> on what things are like. Muse. Muse were a huge deal when we moved down to the, the West Country. Alright, that's enough going on about that. This episode's going to end up being two hours long if I keep prattling on. I should play some music. I don't know what I'm going to play though. So I'm going to press pause and then... I'll press record again, and we'll see what's up. Okay, I'm back. I know this outro is going on a bit long, and I'm okay with it. It just feels like that kind of vibe on this episode. So we were talking about music from way, way back in the day. What I will play for today's music is one of the first things... One of the first songs I think I brought to the band I was in when I was a teenager. That band was called Sixty S-I-X-T-I. We had a MySpace page and everything. We we were pretty good, if I do say so myself. And this was one of the songs that ended up on one of the EPs we did that I came up with. And it was when I first started using the loop function of my pedal. And it goes a bit like this. pedals are hard people
the chorus went. how it ended can you tell i like this jokes back in the day <laughs> wish i could remember the words to that song though i'd have to dig i don't think i even have the ep anywhere on me i have to dig it out to find how it went that's enough for me you can find me online saddest night out all one word thank you again to whitney and once again i'm going to star crawl on wednesday uh luther which is spelled l-o-u-x-r by the way seeing him on thursday and i'm seeing harry quinn on friday maybe i'll see you there but i will definitely see you here on this podcast tomorrow. Take care.